Yo, what up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Kill the Mockingbird. I'm your host, Sean Chris. Today, we're going to uh, kind of break down uh, a little bit of what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. What's up, Brett? We got the homie Brett right here. We're going to have, like, uh, I don't know how much different our points of view are, but we're going to test it out and see what we got. What's going on, man? Man, uh, happy to be here. Yeah, you know, uh, I think mostly we agree and uh on most things uh but I always leave the leave it up to a chance that Russia's actually good you know I'm still leaving that as an option you know what I'm saying uh time will tell everything you know so but we're trying to figure out where we're at the current state of affairs right now you know what I'm saying uh you know and that's all you can really do you gotta you gotta continually look at things and then change I've been wrong in a lot of things, but uh, the only way to be right is to uh, really, you know, look into it in a deeper way, you know, and then and then kind of kind of figure it out from there, you know. Yeah, and that's all right, man. Like, we're all wrong. Like, I think to me, the only time I get discouraged with people is when they're like, I'm absolutely 100% never will be wrong. You're like, I don't know, man. Like, that's where I get, you know what I mean? Like, if we all know that everything that like I tell people all the time. We could connect stuff with facts and like we have some of the information. We could put things together. But at the end of the day, we don't live there. It's speculation, right? Unless you're right there in the thick of things, it's hard to say. It's more speculation. Now, our speculation can be based off of, like I said, evidence, things that we connected. But yeah. still, it's speculation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of war propaganda. That's the thing. You know, a lot of war propaganda. They're trying to, um, you know, they're trying to get people to support things. Both sides are doing this. And, uh, you know, so you can't just take anything at face value right now. Nothing. Uh, so you got to look at every single video. You got to look at this. This is a real video. You know, there's a lot of videos they're putting out there from other wars. I've even seen them use uh, like video games. Uh, and uh, I've seen them. Uh, I've seen them use stuff claiming Russia did this and it's Ukrainian. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of that. And then and then a lot of it, too, people will like. Uh, Oh well, the media says we should stand with Ukraine, and uh, so that means uh, that's wrong. Well, you could fall into a trap that way too. You know, they they play a lot of mind games, uh, reverse psychology. Always make your you know use your brain. Don't just go one way because they're telling you you know to go that way. Well, that means the truth is this way. You'll fall into another trap that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. And both sides are playing propaganda. Uh, the West is kind of like going like poor Ukraine. They're they're innocent in this. And then on Russia's side, they're like, man, we didn't do anything. We're just trying to get help our people. Look, they had like that little uh, propaganda in Russia where there's that big hole. You know, it's like a hole in like the uh, in just a field. And they were like, this is from Ukraine. And it's like both sides. And like what you said, yeah, there was a, a, a computer game from 2013 that was used as footage. There's like uh, footage I saw from from uh, um, uh, Israel where they were showing the news footage and it was literally, I'm not even lying, I'm going to have to, <laughs> it was stock footage of like the Empire Strikes Back or something, like a little, like, you know what I mean? Like you even seen the little stormtrooper. It's like, they're not even trying to look for good uh, reels and a lot of this stuff is old stuff. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate during wartime that we don't have a media that we can trust to report the news and, and the problem is like people forgot, like they forgot the election uh, they forgot the coverage of COVID, and and then they just go right back to this this liar for war stories or war news. And uh, I've seen so much. Uh, 
I see so I see so many uh, crisis actors. Like I see, there's just one uh, where Fox is like uh, reporting, and this dude has a like a assault rifle, and his clip falls out. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what to do? <laughs> yeah, he felt embarrassed. He looked embarrassed. <laughs> but the guy didn't even know how to put the clip back in the gun, and uh, you know this guy. I mean, he's just some stand-in. I've seen so much of it, you know. So uh, this is how news is going to get. Out. This is today's news. Talk this people talking and and really everybody's becoming an investigative journalist really most definitely uh, and 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 that they see the media doesn't know how to go forward when we have this capability when we have the ability to report we have you know like our phone our smartphones you know we have we have a, a camera we can go live like we're doing right now we we can uh, we have you know we we have a, a platform and we, I can talk, I mean, I talk to people all over the world, you know, I get their personal stories. I get people I talk to in every continent, you know, so, uh, before it was a one way street media to us. And I mean, and, but now they don't know how to control this internet system and the internet has destroyed all their lives. And, uh, that's all true. And that's what censorship's about. That's what censorship about, you know, so they're trying to, uh, trying to contain truth and, uh, it's it's over for him, really. Ultimately, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's just like a lot of the older people. Uh, I think it's like uh, like mes- muscle memory, right? Like I think like when you see these, uh, you know, people or whoever you trust. Like I even tell people when they listen to me, I said, "Man, you can't trust me." Like, and not that I'm gonna lie to you, but I can get it wrong. <laughs> it's not like I'm gonna get it right every time. So you have to go yourself. I know sometimes it sucks because we have jobs, we have things we have to do, but it's not that hard. Like you said, now we have a phone, you can look things up. Now, as far as for me on the russia ukraine thing me i think they're all bad actors that's just me personally from the connections that i make like with to me russia a lot of people are like you know kind of putting putin as if he's like oh man putin's fighting the globalists putin's getting rid of this and and i don't see it that way because he was still following falling in line with everybody else you know what i mean he he had vaccine mandates he had lockdowns that the sputnik vaccine itself has been super deadly they don't even have a VAR system so there's not even any way he said it was a, a moral duty for for his citizens to, to get this and then his connections with the world economic forum you know what i mean like the kremlin uh, uh they were saying that they're they're all in on the fourth industrial revolution i mean that they, they did this in 2019 so that tells me like most of what i have to hear because i think we see it so there's propaganda from all angles i think that's why it gets so confusing that is what their advantage is is because even though we can see everything we're still not going to see everything you know what i mean like so 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 if you're watching russia uh you know rt you are going to get some good facts out of it but then you got to go watch cnn because you're going to get a little bit more and then you got to go watch fox and then you got to go watch you know this uh, a couple independent people and you got to see their breakdowns and different podcasts it, it, it is a lot more work and i think that's what the frustrating part for for regular people because they just want someone to give them the news and they want to hope that it's right <laughs> I, I say this all the time i'm just a starting point for your independent research i'm not trying to start a cult here you know, or you just trust what I have to say, because ultimately, if you just trust what I have to say, and there's a lot of people who just trust what I have to say, uh, they still don't believe it, because it only becomes your belief when it's yours, when you've when you've tested it, when you've looked into it. You know, so if you haven't tested your own, you know, my my theories out, 
then it's never even a bleach. And I think what's happened and, and the protocols of Zion is they say the Goyim won't even know what is true. They won't know what, you know, they don't know what's true or not. And so we're really heavy in that, in the days of darkness and things like that. And I'll say one thing you were saying about the, the vaccine, right? So they get all these people, they claim to be, these are the good guys, but every one of them pushed the vaccine, every one of them, right? So that's always, but then there's a lot of people, though, will defend uh, uh, Trump, even Trump uh, or Putin. They say, well, he didn't mandate it. Uh, well, let me tell you, uh, even even uh, Satan doesn't want it mandated, okay? Because it has to be freely given. That's the whole thing, the, the spiritual aspect of this thing. You have to freely give away your DNA. It cannot be robbed of you, Uh and even from a, if they force this on everybody, the lawsuit, can you imagine it would, uh, the, the legal, they, you, they can't beat even, even in the corrupt legal system that we're in, they can't beat that case. Uh, everybody would sue them. So ultimately what's going to happen is, uh, they're going to say, oh, if people die from the vaccine, if, if that happens in the future, they're going to say, uh, probably suicide. I mean, they'll probably have it under some type of suicide. Well, that's what clause. they're making now, right now. Yeah. That's you why know they're what pushing saying? the whole uh, uh, heart attacks or having like, you know, man, they're like pushing all this oh, yeah. stuff that uh, <laughs> is kind of putting it into the brains of people so that you don't think of, hey, this might be from that. And as far as like the whole like, you know, people are saying, hey, this guy, he didn't mandate it. Well, they did mandate it in Russia. But what happens is they stopped because the people because the worst is in court is the court of public opinion if the public's opinion is that you're a tyrant if everybody if 60 70 percent you're done there's no way so th th it's a balance right they can't just go out and take everything by force because if you do it's going to get people riled up where we're like well man we're gonna have to get this guy they have to have some sort of trust you know so that's why it's always loosely based and the court of public opinion is i think what they're afraid of the most and that's why they back off they can't keep going and putting pedal to the metal because then we're going to kind of get it that's why with this whole to me it was just very convenient that right at the time as a lot of people even people that were all for it 100 are like you know what, enough is enough and then all of a sudden hey perfect timing you know what i think all of a sudden i'm going to invade ukraine it's it's it just seems so to me so convenient and then like i seen someone say you know uh because klaus schwab had bragged about putin being in the young global leaders and I was like, okay, so let's say he's out of it. They say a lot of people are saying he's not. His picture's taken down. But what about Herman Criff, uh, chairman of the board uh, and chief executor of uh, Serb Bank? That's their biggest bank. It's, uh, it's S-B-E-R. I'm terrible with some of the Russian names. Uh, their bank... Uh, it's now everything they they they're, they're like an amazon they they deliver all the food after this coronavirus stuff they were like they have health suburb health all this stuff and he's on the board of trustees for the world economic forum so it's not just like putin that's what i'm saying they have more multiple people that are connected and i think that trump putin biden these are just like characters that they throw out there hopefully like hey you can get like 40 50 percent of the of the public to like you or at least agree with you enough to like keep pushing because if that breaks then that's when every like i said that's when you know chaos really ensues because then that means the system is going to be ripped down and a new one will be replaced with it but 
for right now, we get the status quo because there's a lot of people hanging on, you know, like they're like, you know what? Trump was really bad. I guess I know this Biden guy ain't that great, but people did voted for him. And, and, and for me, I believe presidents are selected, not elected. You know what I mean? So people are telling me about the 2020 fraud. And I'm like, well, what about JFK? How do you think he became president? How do you think a Bush became president? And then we could go down the line. Like there's so much evidence of already corruption. And people are like, no, this is the one that matters. No, the thing to me that matters is us. The people like going, whether we agree on everything or not, doesn't matter. Just agree on a few things. Be like, hey, do you want to raise the quality of life for every human being on the planet? Yeah. Okay, cool. And do you want to, are you against authoritarianism? All right, cool. And then be like, hey, do you want to just live in peace? And as long as no one's bothering you, you don't bother them? Perfect. That to me, that would go a long way, giving respect to people. But right now we're just at each other's throat because we think that there's all these ideas that these heroes, like uh, if, whether it's Trump or or it's the CIA or, you know what I mean? Whoever it may be, these people think like, oh, these people are going to come and save us. And I'm like, there is no savior, man. Like the only thing, no matter truth or not truth, the only real truth is that we have to better ourselves, right? That's why I tell people a lot on here, like you have to build yourself up, you know? You're not, there's nobody going to go, all right, man, it's over. It's time for peace. There's no more tyrants. There's tyrants forever. You know what I mean? To fight for liberty is it's forever going to be fighting tyrants. You may get some little pockets of great times where you don't have to fight as much, but it's going to come back around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just kind of go back on what you said originally. Uh, they, they demonized, uh, you know, no symptoms and they normalized strokes and heart attacks. And, uh, and also, it's all about control. So, so I stand with Ukraine. So I, I don't stand with Ukraine. Stand, when you say I stand with Ukraine, that says you want World War Three. And I, I don't, I don't think people get that. If we stand with Ukraine, then that means World War Three. And and so what's happening is we're in a big test right now. They're going to see how much people are going to just stand with Ukraine because if they have the public support, because you can't go to war. If people aren't behind it, because we're going to be losing uh, our children, our parents, you know, uh, people are going to be dying. And if we don't even if we don't even believe in the war that we're in, they lose control of the entire thing. So what's happened right now is the powers that shouldn't be have lost complete control of this of this world. So, so because they've lost control of this world, they're they're finished. They, so they're not going to they're not going to try to save a sinking ship. It's going down. Nothing will stop it. And so what they're going to do is they like to get ahead of the things like you're saying. They like to get ahead of something and say, well, uh, we control the revolution. So, like, if you go back to the banker, the centralized bankers, the Rothschilds, they financed uh, both sides of every war since Napoleon. They even own Napoleon, the Jesuits. I mean, he was a Jesuit. They've owned both sides of every war. They finance both sides, right? So even uh, even when the Q thing happened, people didn't think that uh, it was possible that they were financing that digital revolution, or, you know, the digital soldiers. They wanted you to be a digital soldier, uh, and they wanted you also to be anonymous because they control the platforms. They just delete you. So if, if say if say you never put your face out there, you made a anonymous account, and you got you got millions of followers. Uh, through your your content they just delete you i see it all the time I'll, I'll i'll see a great video on tiktok i'll go look up that person no longer exist they delete everybody right so so anyways they controlled that thing uh, they control both sides that's what they've always done uh putin, the, the, what i will say about putin though is he says all the right things 
You know, he says that uh, the New World Order worships Satan. He's, uh, you know, what is he supposed to do? So I feel like they, so the whole thing, so what was he supposed to do? Uh, we go through COVID, Wuhan, the NIH uh, basically funds uh, gain-of-function research, which means basically infectious diseases that they're trying to make terrible to the worst degree, right? We, we survived through COVID. Uh, so then, so then through all that, now they have 11 biolabs in Ukraine, two of them on the border. So what is, what is, you know, Putin supposed to do? So if anything, he had to do what he, he was going to do right now. I'm not trying to like sympathize with him because I still, I'm cautious with him. Right. He says all the right things. And if, and he could have done us a favor, say he is not in control. Now, the one reason I think that it's possible he's not in control of evil. Have you ever looked at uh, this story where uh, back in 2007, where his wife was like, my uh, my husband has been replaced by a body double. It's a newspaper article uh, uh, in Russia. You ever, you ever heard this story? Oh, man. So this is bizarre. So and, and they interviewed uh, his wife, which is a, his ex-wife now. She, so they were like, he was beating her all the time. So he sends her to a psych ward. Okay. And this is a Russian newspaper. You can look it up later. Okay. Look up everything we say anyways. But anyways, she, uh, they interview her. She says that, uh, my husband's been replaced by a, a body double. That's not my husband anymore. So, you know, the, so who's really Putin. And if you look at Putin before and after pictures, he looks like a totally different guy. And people, talk about that a lot he was like a totally different guy so what but look at his actions from that point there is so even though the bank system might be corrupt that also could have been propaganda to make you hate russia the biggest spell that they've ever played through the media hollywood and all that kind of things russia's bad but it's not a rothschild centralized bank you know yeah but like this is like so like i like to connect everything right so in mm -hmm. Putin's first book, he fondly spoke about a known notorious globalist, Henry Kissinger. He's very yeah. fond of Henry Kissinger. They're also good friends. They still have lunch to this day. So those things. And like uh, Kirill Dmitry, he's a CEO of Russia Director Investment Fund. He was a, a, a World uh, Economic Forum class, uh, Young Global Leaders class of 2009. Then I look at Cyber Polygon, right? Cyber Polygon was a cyber event that they had last summer. They have it every July where they uh, pretty much war game cyber attacks, you know, the biggest, all these different companies. Some of the partners that went, TASS, uh, Russia leading state news agency, NTV, one of Russia's federal broadcasters in the largest owned TV company. Uh, suburb, the bank that I was talking about, um, mail.ru group, the largest internet business and so on and so forth. So they were testing, right? They went back and forth and did war game. To me, I call it the event 201 of maybe this, uh, from the threat of Klaus Schwab said the cyber pandemic, you know, he was talking about the cyber pandemic and that will make COVID-19 look like, you know, very like, like minuscule, like nothing, right? Because it would, so our, to me, that's the event 201 is the cyber polygon. And I'm kind of playing off that. And it was Russia versus America. And I think this is the way they initiate the next phase of the Great Reset, where they kind of just say, OK, now this COVID stuff, like we had people under uh, under a spell for a while. But now they're kind of getting over and people are getting restless and people are joining to the other side. Like we were being able to convince people. I was able to tell people stuff like this. 
that's why I think it's on the same side. And when I try to get people off of the subject of Ukraine, where they're kind of like, like you said earlier, like where they're like, oh my God, like Ukraine, I stand with you. Like I go, hey man, how come you didn't stand with the Armenians when Turkey invaded them in 2020? You didn't stand for those. How come you didn't stand for the people in Yemen? How come you didn't stand for the people in Syria? Like, you know, you can go on and go on forever, you know? And I was like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I feel for the people. There is regular people that are dying Either whether they're, you know, signed up for the military and you think just because you're there doesn't mean you know all the facts, right? There's a lot of people that don't pay attention to what's going on and all, you can get rallied. I know in 9-11, a lot of people got rallied up. You didn't know exactly what's going on, especially you're young, 18, 19, 20 years old. And you think that you're getting attacked in this. You don't know strategically that this is some globalist movement that is trying to just use you as a pawn. At that moment, you really think you're fighting for your family. You know what I mean? And that's the sad part is these elites globalists, these elitist globalists use us working class as their like pawns and we get slaughtered. You know what I mean? That's why all these wars, even American, like I love all the troops, but I hate that they go to these other, uh, these other countries where, where they're not fighting for my freedom. I tell them all the time, they go, oh, I am. No, I'm telling you, you're not. If you were right here, here, then you would be you know what i mean you're, you're fighting i know you don't know this i know that you're you think you are because you've been propagandized to think what you're doing is is you're fighting for our freedom not realizing you're getting resources or you're you're strategically getting spots like you said you know putting bio labs or putting missiles or joining other forces to strategically play risk you know what i mean the game risk and and play it out in real life so i think what people have to see is that not that they're all bad guys, right? The only good guys to me is the working class people, right? All these people have been connected. How, how can they all be connected and we can trust any of them? That's how I look at it as don't trust any of them. Can we use them to our advantage? 100%. If they're doing things that we want them to do because we pressure them, that is what's supposed to happen. Other than that, we got to just go straight to their face and kick them out, you know? And so we got to be on the same page with everybody. Be like, hey, man. I get it. You you want to be blue team. You want to be red team. Fuck that. It doesn't matter. This is team human. Motherfucker, we want to have a better life. This is what we're going to do. And I think like we try to switch it on people because I think that's what I was telling you. I use the Armenian. I use the Armenian Turkey invasion a lot because it's kind of similar to what, you know, Russia and Ukraine is going about. And I'm like, if you didn't care about that, why didn't you care about that? And try to get people back like you were saying, get them away from these legacy medias that are kind of like getting people, not want to say sheep but just like kind of just blending in and like oh yeah 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 where everybody's agreeing and start like getting people to notice like hey man when you're re regurgitating the same thing that every single person said on twitter you gotta change it up <laughs> they're programmed by the tv program and uh you know broadcast uh you know you know spell being cast on them i mean it's it's just they they don't have uh they don't have a brain npc that's really what they are, you know, and uh, I, I think I think the thing that uh, if the best thing I can say about Putin is even if he is a puppet who will take down other puppets, I'm cool with that because I hate these I hate these damn people anyways. <laughs> I'm excited for him to actually bring because look, it's always going to be a puppet system to a degree. Uh, there'll be a, a fake revolution uh, and, uh, you know. I also think, you know, look at all the connections. And so, like, let's just break a little history back. So, 2014, uh, you know, we 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 invaded Ukraine. You know, it's so funny. And, and who was the vice president, Joe Biden? And so funny is he didn't he didn't have no problem with our coup in 2014. But now he's like, oh, 
you know, how dare we go against Ukraine? Or, or what happened with Georgia and Russia, you know, that, that conflict, yeah. the 17-day conflict, you know? Oh, yeah. It turned out that Georgia had fired first. But what, what I'm saying is, like, I, I think that, like, the perspective is, like, they're both leading us down the same path, right? Like, yes, he, they're, uh, the idea of him taking down puppets, of course, that's like, that's thrilling because these are people we dislike. I, I share the dislike with you. But at the same time, just to put the same new puppets in place, that I don't like. Centralizing things. That's what I see. Like, Russia leads in biometrics, biometric IDs. They lead in, uh, like I said earlier, they don't even track any of the vaccines. They got rid of their, they didn't even have a VAR system, but they had this website where they were putting some adverse reactions. They said, we got to get rid of that because we can't see people you know we don't want people to be hesitant the same thing that our media is saying so what what's the difference and i think he's playing his role i don't think there's necessary like war to me like think about world war ii right that could have been ended at any time if they if they stop rockefeller stops sending you or the nazis oil if uh general ford stops building vehicles for the nazis boom war's over right there was a special oil that their jets needed that their air their aircraft needed that only rockefeller and them made their their special their oil company they could have stopped the war like you said they want to finance both sides of the war because they're on the same team putin is pushing the same agenda the world economic forum is and the world economic forum wants to centralize the world that's like the combination of nato and un this is that's a they're a think tank that is trying to revolutionize the whole like world you know that's why they talk about the book the fourth industrial revolution written by klaus schwab and the great reset and now the new one he wrote the great narrative where they have to take control of the narrative they have to see what the narrative is you see to me everything's going perfectly in plan let's devalue the petrodollar let's raise oil prices so high and they already started talking about pete Buttigieg was like just get an electric car like that is their solution so they're they're pushing you it's the nudge theory. It's it's all Cass Sunstein's work. And earlier you were talking about Q, and I've always been like an advocate that I think that uh, Cass Sunstein, who used to be in the Obama administration, he wrote a paper called Cog Cognitive Infiltration, that that was the basis of what Q is. He talked about infiltrating online groups and then kind of putting truth in there and mixing it up. So there's this information war. So we the only way to me that we win is by saying it doesn't matter if I agree with you on like, is Putin good or Putin bad? Or is Trump good, is Trump bad? That to me doesn't matter. The point that matters is it's like, hey, do you want to live a free life and people leave you the fuck alone? And you're like, oh, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> exactly right, you know, and um, I'm just not going to fight with nobody. N none of my, my brothers and sisters, and you know, that live like we do, you know, that aren't at the top, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I think what's happened is, if you look at if you know a lot of truth, then you'll know how corrupt uh, Ukraine is, even from the past to present, even like they sided with the Nazis in World War Two. And, and so I think what we're seeing is a lot like what World War Two or, or, or with Hitler. What happened with Hitler was the truth got out. Everybody found out about what he was doing to the Jews and the, and the awful things he was doing. Right. Well, he was supposed to. He's a Rothschild, by the way. He was supposed to win, but what happened is that would. There's no way Hitler could contain that because everybody knew he was evil, right? So they said, well, "We're going to have to have him lose." So what did they do then? America just hires all these people, hired all the scientists, and then they have these. Oh yeah, Operation Paperclip. Yeah, right. And then they had uh, the Nuremberg trials, and and then like I know, like 13 people. Uh, or something like that. Uh, I mean, you talk, is that justice, right? And then what's wild is Ukraine just gets away with everything. 
<laughs> like, like they weren't even aiding in working with uh, you know the Nazis. And so then what did they do? Instead of doing these experiments on the Jews, they just started doing experiments on us, uh, on poor people. They were doing it on black people. They were doing experiments, awful, horrible things, right, for many years, right? And so, t- no, so fast forward to today. They, the truth has got out about Hollywood, about the media, about education, about uh, the, the Federal Reserve, about 9-11. I mean, think about it all. Everybody kind of knows Epstein. Everybody kinda knows. They cannot control these people no more. It's, it, we're out of their control. So this matrix in a system, it's like a, like a matrix. We have, in a way, collectively unplugged. So what they're going to do is they're going to get ahead of that and create the revolution, right? And uh, and, and all these puppets are going to be taken down by other puppets while the puppet masters remain. The, the nameless, faceless people that we never know even existed, right? So that's what's, what we're at. And, uh, I mean, it's just such a wild time. I think COVID really put everything on a timeline because it was a global move. I mean, it's like everybody made them move together. People talk about one world government. Well, COVID's evidence, uh, the, the way every government in the world reacted to COVID should be enough evidence that we already have it. They just all have different names. You know, so we already have one world government. They all just have different names, you know. So uh, maybe the Great Reset is at the completion of the Great Reset uh, is one world government, you know. And uh, one other thing I'll say, and I'll let you talk uh Joe Biden always talks about build back better. And my theory on Joe Biden is uh, he's supposed to be hated. He's out there making a fool of himself on purpose. He's he he doesn't they're not trying to like I was saying earlier, they're not trying to, you know, keep the Democratic Party around. He's destroying the Democrat Party. So you can't you can't have a one world government and you have like a strong Democratic Party or Republican Party or president. Think about the entire world. There's not one popular president in the entire world. Not one person that everybody likes, right? Well, you can't have that in a one world government, right? So everybody hates every president all on purpose, uh, even to uh, the ladies on The View. Nobody watches it. Everybody hates it. And that's what, the, that's what they're, they're supposed to do. They're supposed to create hate for themselves. Hate for the... You know, so Trump destroyed the Republican Party. Joe Biden's destroying the Democratic Party. And we're all headed to basically the end of uh, who knows what. But I think Putin's behind, basically. Uh, and I think Hillary was right. They're all Russian agents. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and you're right about Ukraine. Like uh, Victoria Nuland, uh, when she had her conversation leak, that was obviously probably tapped by the Russians because, I mean, it was great quality. When she's talking about the leaders they're going to put in, they're like, we should put in this guy. Don't put in the Klitschkoff brothers because we need him to be diplomats and we need this guy to be this and fuck the EU. You know what I mean? She was like, she was recorded saying that. And that was during the Obama administration. So we do know, like, you, there's actual physical evidence of a lot of this stuff happening. To me, though, it can be prevented. And and when they say global government, I agree that there is a new world order already. It's been around for a long time. They've centralized a lot of things, but there's still a different way that it manages, right? Not everything's centralized. And I think the point of the Great Reset is to reset the financial markets, right? Get us onto a, a, a cryptocurrency that is the new petrodollar. And then I think everybody's fighting to who gets control of it. That's why you see us in America trying to 
revolutionize certain things with facial recognition. You see it in China with the social credit scores. You see it in Russia with the biometric IDs. Everybody's racing to have the blueprint. You know what I mean? That blueprint is, I I believe, is what they want to implement everywhere. And there will still be leaders because you're right. They can't have five guys in charge they, they will have five ten guys in charge say right but you're gonna see all these still like you know biden's and trump's and red blue blue team because if you have only one person to get mad at you have no one to blame right you have to have workers to blame you have to have managers to blame everything on you can't just have like oh i'm the owner man just and, and i'll take care of it it's not gonna work like that then you go ah psh, shitty employees you know managers you know they have to have something they could spin and I think they want to get into this carbon economy, you know, and, and the next real phase to me is get us into this uh, climate change lockdowns and, and, and get us to stay home to climate. Hey, man, you've released too much carbon today. You know what I mean? You can't go out for the next week. And I think they knew they couldn't do it right away. I think that it was obvious that too many people were up in arms. They're like, ah, it's too soon. Because I think COVID wasn't even supposed to come out yet. You know, like with that John Hopkins study and, and all that other stuff, that was like 2024, you know? And I think they kind of just pushed the gun. They're like, you know what? We got this little thing going good with Trump. Let's see if we can get it out. And I think they try to sneak it out. And I think, again, what they always do is they underestimate us, the people. They think that we're dumb and that we'll fall for anything. And there is a portion of us that like easily fall into some things that are easily manipulated. But for the most part people are very critical thinkers and when you put like traps in front of them after a while they'll start to see it some see it immediately some people take a couple weeks some take a year you know what i mean but eventually they're gonna see it and that's why i think they're constantly changing the you know the rubik's cube on us they're constantly wanting to get us confused so that way we can't stand together every time we start to stand together a new crisis emerges that is controversial that so i think that us, like, uh, for me personally, like, trying to do my podcast, I try my best to have conversations with as many people as possible, but at the same time, try to make it positive, even though if I disagree with you, uh, unless, like, they're being a dick, then I'll be a dick, too. Like, you know, <laughs> like, for the most part, you know, just, like, have these conversations to see, like, hey, we're all, we have the same basis. We have the same goals. We have, we're, there's a few things that we don't, who cares about those things? You know what I mean? They're, they don't really matter, like, because in the end of the day, we're going to be stuck with puppets. And the way I think we're out of it, I think there's always going to be people in control, but we're supposed to be the people in control and to push the politicians to do what we want. And until we take that back, where we go, hey, we got to do this, where we go and go, no, 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 you're out of here. Like when people went to the, their, you know, their, their city council, when they went to their school board meetings, they got, they kicked people out. They voted people out. That's, there you go. You're changing it. And now you're paying attention. Now keep it up. Like that's the hard part is we got to keep ourselves honest. It's a job. That's the part of the government that they, especially like that. There's a lot of stuff. Moving. Some people don't like the, uh, you know, declaration of independence. Some people don't like the constitution, like bill of rights, but each one has a little bit of stuff in there. That's, I think universal laws that you can't break, right? That's why they have to get our, 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 uh, uh, what's it called? They have to get us to buy in, right? They can't just force it on us. They have to get us to buy in because we have already believed what freedom is and what liberty is. And this is what we need. So especially in America, you have to get them to co-sign on it. If they, if they won't, the people will eat you alive. And I think that's why they've done a very good job of putting Obama, causing, 
you know, one side to hate him and one side to love him. And then they threw in Trump and then they got the other side to hate him and the other side to love him. And then you had a perfect, you know, dynamic to have the polarization of a country and now they hate each other and there, there's no way they could get along. So now you say, this guy likes this. I automatically have to hate that. This guy hates this. I automatically have to like that. And I think that's where we're at. And that's how we got stuck in this Ukraine thing. And it's such a mess because people are like, they don't really know. People should just be saying, hey, I'm praying for the working class, regular people that are just getting killed. You know what I mean? Like on both sides. It's the Russians and the Ukrainians. You know what I mean? Because there's even the soldiers, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Like I said, like they think that they're fighting for sovereignty, but they're really not. They don't know what position they've been fed information their whole life. You know, so like like Russians are the new un unvaccinated the new person the new people to hate and you know putin is the new covid you know he's this scary thing that's uh, out of control and uh, you don't know where he's gonna strike next and uh, it's this new thing to be afraid of new thing to hate and uh, but uh, their agenda only reveals the truth more because their agenda uh you know it's like uh, every time you lie uh, they can't keep up with all the lies that they like, uh, like CNN, they'll, they'll put pictures of people saying this person died and that, and, and th they already said that guy died years ago. Right. Well, it's hard to manage a million lies. You know, you get caught up in so many lies, you can't manage it. And as they push forward, people are like, Oh my God, I've been, I've been, I've been had. Right. Uh, so like a lot of the triple jab people weren't down for a fourth one. So, so, they came to, so they ran this thing as far as they could go. And now we're in the war thing, but you know, war world war three doesn't have to happen. If we can all really figure out that, that Russia, we don't need to go to war, Russia, Ukraine, if anything's corrupt, not our problem. Uh, whatever that is, that situation is, we don't need to go to world war three. We don't need to stand with Ukraine. We don't need to stand with any of that because that's not here. That's there. And whatever that is, you know what I mean? And so, it's all about a population deduction phase. So we ended phase one, which was COVID and they, they took out quite a bit of people with the uh, COVID vax and all that kind of stuff. Now we're in phase two. They're going to try to start world war three, but we don't, doesn't mean we have to go to world war three. And, the, and if people can really just get on the, like get the truth out that world war three is not, we do not need to be fighting Russia, especially with Joe Biden as our president, we're, we can't win that war anyways. I mean, we can't have that guy leading us into war with Russia. And nobody so, would win that war. Not even like if no. we're like if it was a physical strategic. First of all, oh, it's strategic Russia. to st <laughs> strategically. You know that it's hard to go in another country in general. Like if someone came invaded us, it would be hard to, oh, yeah. to, to get up. But when you because you have a different mindset, you know, you're like yeah. you're in my country. But at the same time, I'm saying everybody loses because it doesn't help anything. I've never believed in, in interfering, intervening in any war because then then it becomes a precedent and you have to go to every war and that's what we've been doing that's why we're in yemen syria we're in so much bullshit that we're knee deep like after 9 11 if we should have went anywhere it should have been saudi arabia straight up and we didn't go to saudi arabia then we had to do the weapons of mass I'm, the thing that bothers me sometimes is i'm like man we lived through 9 11 we lived through the weapons of mass destruction we lived through all these wars and all these lies the the WikiLeaks, you know the 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 uh, julian assange is like giving out all the information showing the war crimes and showing that like we shouldn't be there that there's no reason for us to be there we saw films of soldiers u.s soldiers guarding poppy fields you know what i mean like what like we in afghanistan like we're guarding poppy fields like what are we doing 
doing here? And and I think that they keep ever since those things came out, they keep trying to change it. That's when you see seen um the what's it called the Wall Street the the Wall Street what's it called the damn man Occupy Wall Street the the Occupy Wall Street movement. Then you seen that, and then so they try to break that up, and and Soros got involved, and they kind of you know he's a gambler. That's why a lot of, I get it why people don't trust what's going on in Ukraine. Like they they're the biggest supporters of Hillary Clinton. Soros is knee deep in over there. Like so many of the biggest craziest ugliest people we hate are are involved in this and there's nothing but a, a puppet president but to me it's just a conflict that they conjured up just so hey don't look at this don't look at this and go over here and like they do want us to get that national pride of where we're like we gotta go protect them you know that that america we're we're freedom and we're liberty and we help people and it's like look man i get it if you want to send some people some food or something but why are we going to go fight somebody else's war that we know nothing about and we don't actually know what is actually happening why the conflict started and my speculation is started so we could get jumped in so that way china could go into taiwan because if we put boots on the ground china goes into taiwan and then then we get a world war three right then after they pick up the pieces they can centralize the world much easier every time after a world war that's like when we started paying uh income taxes after world war ii before world war ii only like two percent of americans paid income tax but they tricked the people with propaganda and they said hey man you know we got this war hitler's killing all these jewish people it's fucked up you gotta save them so so what people thought they were doing the right thing and you're not necessarily are because this fear of everybody come to my shores that's how i look at it we're not you're not declaring war on me until you step boots on this country then that's a whole different story then we could rally together and i know for a fact as a country if especially if we had all our troops here our troops are spread out all over the world if we had them all here i guarantee you 100 someone comes on this turf it's gonna be bad news for them we got more guns than people you know what i mean like that's that's part of the reason why it, you know we haven't had the, the the harshest covid sanctions because we have we have a right to defend ourselves, and it, it, if you look at the the harshest COVID uh, restrictions, we're all in the places of people to have guns, right? And so I, I don't I don't really uh, I'm not really saying they're doom and gloom because there's a fake revolution. There's also a real revolution. There's a there's a great reset taking place, and at the same time there is a great awakening that's taking place, and people from all colors and creeds religions you name it sexes they're not seeing anything they're, they're all coming together this idea of freedom and what freedom is and because we were really born as a slave and into a system we, we don't even really comprehend what slave like what, what freedom is like think about the kids today in school and they you know they got to wear masks they're six feet apart do you think these kids are ever going to fight for freedom they don't even know what it is and so that's part of their 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 you know, their agenda. Right. So I think what they're going to, you know, they're going to try to appease the people with some fake revolution. But I think a lot of people like me and you and a lot of people that are listening are like, are going to see through the fake revolution and say, no, uh, thanks for killing those dudes. Take care of that. But you're next because we know you're corrupt as well. Uh, and the big, the biggest thing that I can say is we outnumber our opposition 99% to one. This is a 1% and all they really are are lies. That's all they are. So even even uh, a lot of people say that uh, COVID was uh, uh, fake. To uh, you know, uh, it was you know. Well, it could have been fake, could have been real. But it's so wild is that you don't really need to lie a lot about something that's real. If it was as scary as it was, it was lies on every single number, right? Well, 
I always say that uh, World War Three is going to be as fake as COVID was. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be reported on the TV and and kind of talking about what you're talking about. They just want you in your room. What, well, really what they want is they want you in your house, in your room by yourself watching TV. That's step one. And then they, and so what happens then is you'll, you'll move from the suburbs, you'll move to a, a shittier neighborhood, and then you'll move to an apartment, and then you'll move to a quarantine camp. And the last stage is you'll be in a freaking pod, matrix, a metaverse. So they're, they're putting all this energy in making the metaverse something, and I think that's truly the future, their future. Not saying it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's their, that's their agenda of what they'd like to do. Oh, yeah, and they're destroying this earth. They're spraying the skies. They're poisoning, polluting. They're making this world uninhabitable. That's what they're, that's, that's what our opposition is doing. And then they want you to get into a freaking pod and live in this fake world while they buy up all the real estate. So Bill Gates owns all the farmland. Uh, they got all these people who are own, buying all the real thing, uh, real, like, tangible things. Like, uh, a lot of them own a lot of gold, a lot of silver, real. And, and we're trading... Uh, fiat currencies and uh and then we're fighting for that fiat currency as if we ain't been in control of it while we're slipping further into debt uh so you know i don't know if i actually agree with i think actually bitcoin could be a good thing i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing i think it's something that it's taking down the federal reserve you know nobody owns bitcoin nobody can ever own it no one could ever really manipulate it the only way you could really manipulate it if you owned more than 50 percent of the miners but that china tried to do that and they, they failed i think they got like the 20 something percent uh so there's no real way to manipulate bitcoin and i think it's really the future because like think about uh in canada when they froze everybody's uh bank accounts you know we're just one emergency away from them freezing your bank account because, you know, and, and we're really no different in Canada here in America, but imagine if they all traded in Bitcoin. Like, well, I don't use that money anyways. Right. So I think there's good things. I think Bitcoin is one of these things that I think is good. And I think it's the future. And I think that they can't control it. Uh, they can't control it. Uh, so I think it's, so they're, you know, the, our opposition is being attacked on every front from the media to our banking system. And you don't even need like your credit score. You don't even need like there's loans being taken place through Bitcoin where you put up uh, collateral and things like that. There's people are becoming like you can become a bank yourself. You have a certain amount of Bitcoin. You can loan it out and people are buying houses through Bitcoin. And, and I think this is only going to progress. And I think ultimately it's going to destroy. But the Federal I Reserve. I'm not sure about Bitcoin. Uh, I, I don't know too much about it. Like, I mean, I know what it is, but I, yeah. I, I mean, I think that cryptocurrency, people ask me if it's good or bad. I, I always say it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Like, I think that we're at a point where technology, unless something where all the technology crashes and we lose all of it for somehow, you know what I mean? But that's going to be somehow the future. So I think that is what we have to do. We have to find sources that we can't, maybe we can't trust everything about Bitcoin, but we can go and investigate it. And maybe we go, you know what, this is good. What if we could replicate this? You know, I keep saying that once uh, crypto comes out, there's going to be tons of black market stuff because every time that something gets taken away once something's taken away the black market goes don't worry about it guys i'll get it for you you know what i mean like so you always have an option and i think i like to go with uh what james corbett says and he talks about changing the narrative it's up to us to change the narrative so 
we have to push our narrative and maybe that's about freedom and liberty and that's you know you about like also pushing with bitcoin and getting people to believe in a narrative because a narrative is what people need it needs a story right everybody's life is a story we need some kind of narrative doesn't necessarily have to be their narrative so we could pitch our own which is not necessarily propaganda it's the truth we go hey man this is freedom this is what you want this is the truth this is what it looks like this is what liberty is this is how you get this this is how you achieve that this is how you separate from the state and i think that is the form of revolution that you're speaking of because i think you're right. The revolution doesn't, you know, we think of revolutions as in 1800s or 1700s or all these revolutions we heard through the histories, but it was different. They didn't have the same technology we had now. They didn't have the ability to go talk to some guy in France and then some guy in Russia and then some guy in Ukraine and some guy in America. You know, we, we have the ability to get people in massive numbers. And I think we change the narrative like that. And we tell them, hey, man, we're not down with, like this globalist. We're just down with being humans. And I think the more we get our message out there to people and we try to be genuine about it and just show that like hey man we're here just like you i put my pants on one leg at a time and and, and you, we humanize each other because i feel like what they try to do is dehumanize us so that way you hate the other side like oh man trump supporters they're, they're a piece of crap man I, I just wish they would you know what i mean you you now hate them or this guy voted for biden and, and that's the point is they want to dehumanize you to the point of where you don't care what happens to them because that's what happens to, to the jewish people in uh, in nazi germany they were dehumanized to a level of they were like yeah yeah, good. I don't care if that happened to them. They didn't care because they were like, you're a nuisance because and you were propagandized to believe that everything wrong was because of them. There's people that still believe that. I, a lot of people go, oh, everything's Zionism. I go, no. and nothing is one thing. All, all these fractions, we can, like I said, I talk about the uh, World Economic Forum a lot, right? There's only one fraction in this. You know, there's the black nobility. There's all kinds of families, Rockefellers, Rothschilds, bankers, you know what I mean? There's all these factions and of course, everybody's a human, so they can react different to it. You know, like, they may be part of the plan and maybe they mid plan they change we don't know what could happen and that's how things could get diffused or someone can change their mind like one of us could walk into these politicians and change their mind you know what i mean we don't know what we can and can't do but i think we have to change the conversations instead of making it an argument turn it into a discussion you know what i mean like hey man that's all right let me listen to you you got some good points i, I want to let me get then you let me hear my points and then we kind of go from there and then if we still don't agree that's fine but i guarantee later we're probably going to think about it we're gonna be like you know what i kind of agree with what they said on this part you won't agree with everything but there's going to get something that grasps you especially have a good discussion and be able to put it all out there and the more we do that the more people humanize again right like i was telling people with the whole mask and all that stuff i was like i was being extra like when i didn't wear all that stuff you know and people had masks and shields on now some would granted would not even come near me but you know the other people holding the door open for hey how's it going just talking to them normal like because i want them to not think like oh well this guy's not doing the but he's still a good dude. He still is a human being. I don't want him to be like, what are you wearing the mask for, idiot? Like, you know what I mean? Then now I don't seem, now I seem like an asshole, a bad human. So now they're like, well, maybe the people that don't want to take the vaccine aren't so bad. So if we continue to show, humanize each other and show empathy, I think that will go a long way, especially with respect. Uh, for real. And, uh, you know, like when, when a mask thing was all happening, you know, I would, I'd make sure not to wear a mask and, and it's because like when people would see me not wearing a mask at the grocery store, they take their mask off because what I'm trying to promote is freedom to make your own choice, your own medical decisions and do whatever you want to do. And so I'm trying to do that. Now, some people get mad at me, but yeah, I can't do nothing for that type of person. They're so twisted in this hatred game that they've been convinced to basically hate, you know, me by other people who hate both of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, some people you can't save and everything in a nutshell, what we're dealing with right now is an IQ test. 
And people who don't know how to use a brain, how to have a conversation with an opposing view, you know, research that stuff. And, you know, like college and all these other things. I mean, like we're in the information age and anything you want to know, you can find. And it's so if you just know how to do it, it's not even that hard to do. But, you know, a lot of it's just about, you know, nobody has energy to do it. They work like a dog. Work forty five hours. The average American works forty five hours. They don't have time to even research uh, anything, you know, uh, and nor do they care. They just rather watch CSI. But the problem is, you can't be a spectator in this in this world no more. If you are, you're probably going to fall into one of these awful COVID trap or another one of these traps in the future. You got to get in this game, and it's survival. And when this when the dust settles. We all know who our perpetrators were, and we all know that we were we were finding each other for no reason. And I think that's when the great I think well the great you know revolution. I, I think we're in revolution time. Uh, some people, uh, a lot of religious people say re- uh, revelations time. I said no, I think we're more in the revolution time. The it's over. They've been exposed, and uh, they can't contain it one bit. They're going to try to create a fake revolution. But let me tell you, especially when this, you know, Pfizer put out those nine pages of adverse side effects, when the dust settles on the, on the vaccine, all these heroes that we think were for us, you know, what, how are they going to still support these people? Right. Like my grandpa passed after getting it, the vax, right. Uh, it was a big, I, cause I, I love Trump. I mean, he said all the right things. I supported him. I loved him. I started questioning him, though, when he started talking about this, you know, uh, the vaccine and uh, military is going to do it and, uh, you know, all that nonsense. Right. You know, so I started questioning. But, you know, Trump even said that uh, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square and uh, people still love me. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's right, man. People love Trump. They love Trump. They love Trump. And they loved Obama. That's what I'm saying. Like people uh, idolize. Like that's that thing is we gotta stop idolizing. It look, but it looks like because uh, I'm getting because I'm in the penalty box. I can only do one hour. I used to be able to go longer, but I got reported. So where can everybody? You know, this has been a great conversation, man. I'm gonna put this up with uh, any links you got. Just uh, uh, DM me, and they know I'm gonna put it up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Patriot Podcast Network on Roku. That's uh, we just got onto that. So you know, tell cool. everybody where they can follow you and everything. For sure, man. Uh, so you can follow me on uh, Instagram. Well, obviously, you know where I'm at. Just click on you know my name. But uh, the big the big party is really on Facebook. Uh, Brett H. Albright. You can find me there. I'm a meme artist, really. I just put a lot of content out there. I make memes. I've been making memes for really since COVID. I felt inclined because I was like, this is go time. I, I, and I felt like I had to do it. I, I'd probably spend 20, 30 hours putting content out there. I do videos and things like that. I'm on TikTok. My you can find me on every single social media under the name Brett, B-R-E-T-T-H, Albright, and that's Albright with two L's. So I'm on TikTok, Facebook. Uh, I, I actually just got on the True Social. It was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> you made wait. it? Uh, say what? You made it because I heard it was like a long wait. I, I got in on day one, uh, but there's only like 40 people in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's like nobody in there, you know, but uh, – I'm pumping it, you know, stuff out there as well. Uh, anywho, uh, 
It was fun, dude. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, good and we'll stuff. definitely do another one, man. I think we got yeah. some other stuff to talk about because uh, uh, we'll, we'll get you in the DMs. And like I said, I'll put all your links and everything. Anything you I'll have be- out there, just uh, send it to me and I'll put it in all, all the show I'll- notes, man. And I'll give you everything. I see my link tree. I give you everything. And uh, this Ukraine-Russia thing is a developing thing. So we'll definitely have to come back as things because uh, they're in you know, war propaganda. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of free time to help people start in the right location because a lot of people like they don't have the energy uh, to, to do these things. But we can help them start in the right place and make their own mind up. You know, we're not trying to start a cult here, but uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For sure. And you can find all my stuff. Uh, you can find Kill the Mockingbirds. You got our Telegram, Kill the Mockingbirds. You can also find us now on Patriot Podcast Network on Roku. Uh, we're also on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, you know, where all your uh, podcast stuff. And you could don't forget to check out my album, uh, Dystopian Paradise, Sean Chris, S-E-A-N-C-H-R-I-S on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon. And I'm actually going to end out like this. I got a new single dropping um, Thursday. It's called They Want Our uh, They Want Our Freedom. And you know how we do it here wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up all right we out despite of all the lies and propaganda we stand united we stand strong the beacon of light and hope and freedom for the entire world they want your freedom don't let them take you away living on your feet you'll never die in a chase they want your freedom they want your freedom they want your freedom, don't let them take it away Living on your feet, you'll never die in they chase They want your freedom, they want your freedom I fear no evil, the power's with the people No Democrats, Republicans, they puppets on strings Locked and loaded, fuck a convoys, freedom convoys Hold the line, boys, rats, tat, tat, motherfucker reload the definition of hypocritical contradictions is politicians sparking the flames of division. Her leaders try to tax you to death, trap you in debt, drowning in propaganda, gasping for breath. Censorship, totalitarian technocrats. They checking facts, clapping back, acrobatic aristocrats. They want you to own nothing and be happy or get suicided like Jeffrey Epstein and Isaac Hattie. They want your freedom, don't let them take you away. Living on your feet, you'll never die in they chase. They want your freedom. They want your freedom. They want your freedom. Don't let them take it away. Living on your feet, you'll never die in they chase. They want your freedom. They want your freedom.